Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. Happy almost new year. I'm Jacob Bosecker. I'm Leah Hensley. It is the end of 2019. This is our final podcast for the year, and it's a good year. We're at the buzzer, too. I know. It's it's New Year's, what, day before New Year's Eve, Eve I guess? <laughs> well, it's going to be New Year's Eve when everybody's listening to this. Yep, so. yep. So, hope everybody has some fun plans, and, you know, until then, sit back, strap in, and we've got a good one. We've got a good episode. Um, before we get into what we're going on about this week, uh, mm-hmm. um, past week in OCR, what's Holy going crap. on here? This has Dude. been, like, announcements. So we were going to have a whole podcast just about what all Spartan's been rolling out. It, you can't keep up with it, first of all. You I can't. Mean, it's, it's they like need a Spartan day. keynote. It, it's gotten to the point where, like, you know, for listeners, you know, I'll text Jacob or call him or vice versa, and it's like, what now? <laughs> it's literally every day there's something new rolling out. So as we talked with Ryan Kent last week, we've got we've got the stadium se- stadion series, we've got yep. the national series, the last yep. legs t- TBD. We probably think it's going to be West Virginia. Right, right, hasn't been announced yet. Um, we've got the new still waiting on the world championship. Still waiting on the world championship. But honestly, I heard that there was a big announcement going to be going on again today from somebody. Um, haven't seen it yet at the time of this recording right now. Right, right. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not on the way. We've got this crazy new Spartan Max and a Spartan helmet. Um, yep, judging. yep. And the fanny pack looking <laughs> headband thing, which isn't the fanny pack, but it looks like yeah, one. Yeah, the lap leader based on like the Tour de France style. If I don't know, like I, I think there's know. other. It, it, it's a cool nod, but we've got all that stuff. We had Decafit. We talked about that last week. The announcement of Decafit. We've got what else? Oh, and then there was everything. God, it's been a week. It's been a week, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, just when you think things are slowing down with Spartan and people are you trying to swallow the, ball the to drop and pill, eat the turkey. <laughs> right, you're swallowing the pill of the Decafit. Out comes this kind of announcement, but kind of vague, about Spartan taking over Tough Mudder, but not really, but kind of, but maybe we will in the future, but maybe just in Europe, but who knows? Well, so the, the original thing that I saw, and people get carried away. Absolutely. Um. Portions of Tough Mudder UK and Germany were starting to be acquired by Spartan Race, starting right. to be acquired. Right. Which is totally not the same thing as you sunk my battleship, I own you. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. Spartan, it, Spartan just didn't go over there yet and smack down a check on the table and say, okay, I own you now. No, there's a lot of moving parts, guys. Right. Um, this is a big, big, big cornucopia that they've all woven together with right. sponsors, contracts, venues, um, dealers. Um, and since that initial announcement, we now have, you know, statements coming out from Tough Mudder. We have statements coming out from Joe DeSena. And the, the bottom line yeah. is, just when you thought the water wasn't murky enough, we throw in another big old blob of poo. Like, and there's poop turds. It's poop just turds. poop turds everywhere. <laughs> 
but it's just crazy. It's just like, what next? Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I could, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get an announcement on Abu Dhabi here. <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, at this point, there's just so much that's up in the air, and there's so much speculation. It's so hard to discern the speculation from the fact. And, you know, we it's are crazy. not, yeah, we're not going to be a company that's going to just start spouting off stuff like it's absolute until we know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so when is, we know, the, you'll know, but right now, nobody knows. When there's a huge knows. company like this going through selling off portions of its company to other companies, there are a lot of moving cogs. There's a yeah. ton of moving cogs. It's not just as simple as X, Y, and Z. Right. There is, like I said, contract deals, venue deals. Maybe the, the parent company has other venues that they shirt. already have contracts You know, with. we've got yeah. different shirt partners. It's just. It's too much, and it's too soon for people to, to be making speculation. Make speculation. So everybody just needs to Both chill out. Both legal departments have a lot to work yeah. through. They, this is job security of more than right. their legal department. Well, yeah, and as racers, the best thing you can do, truly, just be patient. All these, you know, heart, you know, knee jerk. I'm done with OCR, and all these crazy statements. Like, just chill. Let's find out what's going on. It's not like you thing, have any say in the matter anyway. So let's just wait and see and support the sport we love. Here's the thing, Leah. It's going to change again. And it's going to change again and again and Absolutely. again. And Absolutely. By the God, only we way all growth want OCR comes. from 15, from 2015. We all want <laughs> right. that again. We all want that, but it's never going to happen. The sport is evolving and changing, well, and we just need to grab our surfboard and ride the waves. Enjoy the season that you're in, because I can guarantee you it might not happen again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are not guaranteed Tahoe again. <laughs> right. So, until we know more, we're just going to sit on that. And keep watching things, like, light up. And yep. then Leah's sending me crazy text messages, and then me <laughs> grabbing a bottle of Malbec from Aldi. <laughs> right. So, in the meantime, so. let's move on to some more fun stuff. We got some fun stuff lining up, Leah? We have some amazing stuff starting right now with this podcast. We made a new friend. Mo! <laughs> Mo is now our new friend. Can, uh, I, can, I, can, a... I, can I go on a tangent here real quick? You go right on ahead. Okay. So we met Mo, and his first name is what again, Leah? Moritz. Moritz. Yeah. We go we, with Mo. He goes by Mo. And the first thing I thought about, Leah told me he goes by Mo. I thought about this little TV show I used to watch back in the 90s called Guts, and their referee was <gasps> Mo. And then every I single love time Mo, like, Guts. Didn't we all? It was like, oh, my gosh. That's let's go back to Mega Mo. Aggro Crack. <laughs> yes. We're here Children with of the 90s. <laughs> yep. Children That's of the 90s. That's all I can think about. With Mo at the Aggro Crag. That was awesome. <laughs> but anyway, we've got the CEO of Hyrox. Uh, there's two yep. guys that run the company, Christian and Mo. Yeah, they are um, the founders of Hyrox. Yeah. So they they Hi- had this brainchild a couple years ago and founded it in Germany in 2017. And boy, has it blown up. It went crazy this year. People are going nuts about Hyrox. People love the event. They love the standardization. They love the concepts yep. of it. They're still trying to understand it all and unbox it all. Yeah, but we've like- talked to Yancey and Ryan Kent both on the podcast about it. But talking to Mo was just it, it provided a different perspective. Um, it was it wonderful gave us some to background. Talk. Yes, it was wonderful to talk to the man who created it, the background of why, you know, where it came from. 
what the future is and what these events are like and, you know, what, what what's the deal? And what we can look forward to in the future. Uh, I guess without further ado, let's uh, crank it on over to Mo. <laughs> And welcome back. We are here with Mo Fiesta, um of High Rocks, the High Rocks CEO. Mo, welcome. Yeah. Hello. Thank you very much. And a great pronunciation of my last name there. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, very good. Very good. Mo oh. is joining us from Germany today. Um, awesome. We're so, so excited to speak with Mo and, and bring you guys some more information about High Rocks. You know, we've, we've covered the event, but now, you know, I, I want to know kind of, about it and how it started and you know looking at your history mo it's it's quite impressive yeah mo's <laughs> got a bit of a background <laughs> so, a different background though yeah yeah okay. so olympic hockey champion um three times you've been to the olympics yes that's true but you gotta say it's field hockey so i know that in the u.s people might misunderstand that if you say hockey olympic oh, okay. champion because okay because Germany, I don't think Germany won a gold medal in the Olympic Games in, in hockey. So, yeah, it, it's field hockey. It's a little bit bigger yeah. here in Europe. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's, I've been to London, Beijing, and the Rio Olympics. That's when I quit oh, my career. Okay. What, and I've just been to. You, you won. Yeah, I won a couple of gold medals and a bronze medal in Rio to, to finish, to finish the career with a medal, which was nice as well. That's great. So impressive. So, so how on earth does field hockey translate now into high rocks? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, the translation is not that simple. That's true. It's, uh, but uh, due to the, to the time I spent playing field, uh, playing hockey or you know, doing professional sports, I, that's the time when I met my today's partners, um, okay. who I founded the company with two and a half years ago. And uh, when we founded Absolute, which is the company behind High Rocks today, um, we had different approaches and different ideas what we wanted to do together. So we we, under, we supported the Olympic City hosting bid for Hamburg as being an Olympic city. This is where we're based, Hamburg, Germany. Um, so that's what we did together to start with. And then uh, it didn't work out because uh, the public here in Hamburg uh, decided or voted not to not to get the Olympic Games, so that that story was over very quickly. But we realized that um, that sports are still is still fascinating for all of us, and um, and then uh, then especially my partner Christian, um, who is uh, also uh, my co CEO, uh, he had this idea for years, and uh, he was very big in the Ironman game, so he sold his company that where he invented a triathlon uh, I'm sorry a marathon on wheels so a bike race for like 20 today they are, there are 25,000 people participating in this oh, wow. kind of bike races um because he was the first one to ever do like a marathon on a bike so just oh, doing wow. doing a bike race um for for everyone basically if you want um okay. just like a marathon is do, was doing it forever so he was the one 25 or 30 years ago almost to start that on bikes and then that company was successful he sold it and then in the end, to make a long story short, he ended up at Ironman um, being a – I'm not a 100% sure the position, but I think he was – at least he was in the global board for, like, endurance competitions. Oh, wow. And that's when he realized that um, there is, like, this niche or this field of competition, at least in the whole fitness world, where – and that's what we kept saying for the last two and a half years, where we just – 
feel that there is just a gap that needs to be filled because mm-hmm. it's a little bit of like the, I don't know if you're familiar with the Simon Sinek, um, uh, you know, golden circle talk. So yeah, absolutely. Talk. So we, we were, we were just not looking so much on what we do. We were just looking on solving like the problem people didn't even know that existed for them. Cause I know, you know, the gym game is big and everyone's going and we have fantastic formats, um, in the OCR world, especially, but also like other formats uh, where you can compete. But mm-hmm. for the everyday guy who goes to the gym every day and, you know, tries to put some more weights on it every week or does different, is, is doing different things to just get better in whatever he's doing, there, there wasn't a competition for that. Um, that's at least how, how we basically defined what, how we created High Rocks. And, um, I always keep telling, I don't know, sponsors and whoever is interested, and also to everyone who's not interested, I just keep telling that um, it's a little bit like, you know, going to, I don't know, basketball training, but mm-hmm. you're never allowed to play. So you just go four times a week, but then there's just <laughs> no game at the weekend. And yeah. that's a little bit how we try to create the picture of, yeah, how we came up with the idea. And I, I if you want to, I don't know if you want to have more details, but um it, that's how we started. That's Christian brought in this idea uh, together with Mintra, Mintra Tilly. She's our uh, head of sports. And um, she basically created the first role, uh, role model of this, this thing. And um, it, it, was, it, it, it was always eight workouts and eight kilometers, but everything else is basically, uh, yeah, work of the last two and a half years. And uh, mm-hmm. then in, in 2017, in November, we decided to have to just launch it and just try it out. So we did it here in Hamburg. Um, mm-hmm. 10, How did it go? 10,000. It was cool. I mean, um, it, we set it up the way it was pretty much like it is today. So we had 10,000 square meters, which is like, I don't know, 150,000 square feet um, in mm-hmm. a convention center hall here in the city. Uh, we had great support by the city, obviously, because it's, <laughs> that's something that you can't set up just like that. So, um right. We had to basically have that support in the first place. And yeah, it was, Puma was already on board. So we had our like name, naming sponsor, mm-hmm. naming partner, which was very helpful. And uh, yeah, we just went from there. We had almost 700 participants in the first year, wow. um, which was also pretty new for, I mean, you know, yeah, uh, it's for a new thing. competitions and, and yeah, and ever since we're just trying to focus very much on our product. I, we believe that we have a fantastic and wonderful product. Um, that's basically all we're focusing on. Marketing is a big issue for us because obviously, I mean, you can spend so much money in the marketing world, uh, but we wanted to make 100% sure that the product is good and that people go there and the event is always supposed to be the best marketing product that that there is. So um, that was our focus until now, but obviously now, um, as we were going to the United States, um, especially because this is a, a, a key market and obviously a game, can be a game changer for the whole for the whole um, product. So yeah, right now we are obviously focusing on a lot more things. And um, well, that's a long speech now. <laughs> I, I, I even forgot the question. Sorry about that. Oh no, you're fine. No, that's I will great. Say that's a lot that, of great background. Yeah, I will say that in talking to people that have participated in the event. You know, you guys are most definitely doing something right because the the clear takeaway that we can't, you know that we are hearing consistently is how well run this event is and how you know professional it is and how it surprised is a they machine. were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's kudos. Yeah, you're it's you're nice. definitely I mean, doing it. That's the best. Uh, that's the best. Uh, 
um, yeah, I think I can, I could hear, or uh, you can, mm-hmm. you could tell me because, as I said, that's what we were focusing on. We want, wanted, always wanted that the people go into uh, our arena or rock zone, our the hall, mm-hmm. and uh, and they say wow, and that they just feel yeah. a little bit like blown away. We have the music, we have the, D, the all the DJing things, and we have the sponsors. I, we always also told all the sponsors and partners to set up whatever they do on a very high quality level because mm-hmm. it just is a part of our product and that's why um yeah i'm very happy that our partners are willing to to promote or to support the product in that way as well wonderful well one of the things i additionally love about the high rocks model so some people are talking about oh you know maybe i can't do some of these weights on the on the pro level and a big thing here in the usa market we see is people will in the open waves and stuff, we'll begin to assist other friends. But you guys have the model, too, where you can do it as a team and split some of these yeah. things up, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So you have the we have this double. We call it double or doubles, just like in, I don't know, tennis or other sports mm-hmm. where you do it together. And um, you, you just have to run together. You have to do the 8K together or 8 times 1K together. And uh, you also have to run together. It's not like if we would do it together, mm-hmm. uh, you couldn't run like, I don't know, 500 meters ahead of me just because you're faster and then you can relax or um, chill at the next workout. No, mm-hmm. We have to run together. And then we can do the, you know, the you go, I go. So we just change how as often as we like. Um, oh, yeah. So that means I could, I could um, push the entire sled or we would change every five minutes or uh, five meters, sorry, or however we wanted. Oh, so um, you can tag team it during the, like, you don't yeah, have to say, exactly. I'm going to do all 100 wall balls. We could share no. them. Exactly. You can share and you can, you can swap as often as you like. And we see that in the first year we had like 25 to 30% participants participating in the doubles. And this year it rose to 50. So wow. I mean, um, it is a very, I think it's a very smart entry barrier um, because it's yeah. a lot a lot lower than just focusing on the whole competition by yourself. And then you do it and then you realize it's not that tough or it's not as hard as I thought. So I can do it alone next year. But to give you a little statistics on that, it's, it's quite interesting for us because, um, as I said, we are, uh, our whole team is very familiar with the triathlon and the Ironman and, and, and marathon world because m- many people of our company worked at those events before. And um, if you look at the finishing finisher numbers and percentages of those events, um, we were a little bit scared at the beginning that because, you know, we are indoors and it's not like you're not if you go out, it's not on a track of 42 kilometers so that you basically mm-hmm. don't see everyone who drops out because it's, you know, spread over 42 kilometers. Yeah. If that would happen with us, then they would all stand basically at the same point And that would be a little bit strange to say the least. And, <laughs> But we realized that our finishing percentages is uh, higher than 97%. So 97% of the participants finish. And that, sh- that also is a, is a very important sign for us that, um, as we, that's what we kept telling people. It's for everybody. That doesn't mean you finish in 58 minutes like Ryan did in New York. Yeah, uh, right. But uh, the, I mean, but it's Bert doable. Simpson, exactly. Bert Simpson needed three hours and 15 minutes in New York. So <laughs> he did it. He finished. Right. That's awesome. So well, even in some of the stuff that we see in the OCR world, you know, we've got um, in Stratton last year, we had the um, Spart- the, the OCR World Championship. Yeah. And there's a 3K. And some people will do it in, you know, 25 minutes or so. But then others, we've seen three hours on yep. a 3K yeah. course. And it's, yeah. once again, just like you said, it's it's for everybody. Sometimes that will look differently. 
Right. <laughs> exactly, and I and I also think that um, I mean, again, I'm I'm as you now know, I'm from the sports world, so I'm a very competitive person, and not mm -hmm. only against other people, but also against myself. And uh, I think the beauty of uh, those formats, like um, also marathon triathlon, because of course there are a lot of things that uh, they they were always doing right, and that's why we 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 did it as well. Like the timing, for example, mm -hmm. the beauty of the format is that. You can challenge yourself. You don't have to you look at your starting wave. The starting waves are most of the time 30 to 40 people starting the same wave. Mm -hmm. You can look at them if you want. You can look at your friends. But in the end, you finish. And what's the first question that you get? You ask your friends if they tell you they ran a marathon. The first question everyone asks you is, what was your time? Mm -hmm. So and exactly and and so you have a goal to like you know beat yourself next time. And if everyone knows that a four-hour time is on a marathon, for example, is good, and everyone knows that three hours time is pretty good. So, yeah, and right. that's what. So, whatever the answer will be, you will be like, oh, okay, pretty cool. And um, next time you're trying to do better, and that's what we wanted to create with Hyrox as well, because we think we very much believe that that's the sustainable part of of the product. Well, what's awesome about that, you know, speaking to it, is the fact that it is standardized and, mm -hmm. you know, you can run a marathon in three different states. And, yes, it's the same 26.2 miles, but they're not going to be the same marathon. You'll have weather, you'll exactly. have terrain, whatever. But in this event, being an indoor event with set markers, you know, you are comparing truly apples to apples. So you are able to measure yourself against yourself and against others. but for future events, which, which brings me to my next question is how did y'all land on these particular eight events? Uh, well, this was a little bit of a mixture of, so as I said, Mintra, our head of sports, she, she suggested in the first place, and this was also before we even started the company because she was sitting together with my partner, Christian, even before we started the company and they were thinking about the product and ideas how to develop it and then they basically didn't think about it for a couple of years and then we came together and then we uh, christian brought the idea back out of, out of the pocket um, and she basically created a few ideas and uh, to be honest it's it was a little bit uh, learning by doing and trying out things and realizing what makes sense because we have different we had different um uh, problems that we have to had to solve so one thing mm -hmm. judgeability um, so we have Absolutely. to find um, workouts that are easy to judge and where we don't necessarily need like, you know, 60 exactly. people to judge at one station, which we do have at the wall balls at the end. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. um, but apart from that, we try to, you know, look at workouts where you can still have a high judging level, which is still something that we always need to improve and will improve with in the future, um, mm -hmm. especially with the more people will participate, the more will, the better the judges will be also. But um, so that was one thing. Then another thing was, um, I don't know if that's an English word to be honest, but doability so that people yes. are actually able to do it, which, for example, we tried out with monkey bars. Monkey bars were a problem because, I mean, most or many people can do monkey bars, but there are also many people who can't, especially the older yeah. you get, the more yep. difficult monkey bars. We uh, see that in OCR all the time. Torn shoulders sure. and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And also little injuries and, and stuff like that. So then we thought about box jumps and then we said no box jumps because box jumps, um, <laughs> especially when you're exhausted and a little bit later in the competition could mean that you could crack your ankle or you could fall down or someone might even get really injured by, I don't know, whatever can happen. And so we had to minimize the possibilities of, as uh, you know, injuries as well. And um, so now there are probably like 15 or 20 other 
um, uh, workouts that we right. talked about, discussed, and then in the end decided to go with the eight we have now. Well, that's that's mind blowing. That, the yeah. attention to detail that you guys have done to ergonomics and understanding realistically what would be the best eight here to meet and be judged upon. And talk, going back yeah. to Leah's point here with what you talked about earlier, Leah. You know, doing a marathon here, doing a marathon there, you can compare the times between. You might have a more flat course or a hotter course in this. With this all being inside, it's so good. But also with a lot of our listeners here that are OCR athletes, that are, you know, Spartan, you and I both know a time from Tahoe in 2018 can mean nothing compared to a time in Tahoe in 2015 or 16. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's so many that's variables. that's the same venue. Exactly. But here you got, you've really done a great job here with High Rocks, Mo, and eliminating variables make it easy and laid out to compete and judge a time and understand how to improve. Right. And that was something we discussed with Ryan Kent, actually, last week, was he was sitting here picking apart. He's like, okay, where can I save a few more seconds here? Where can I, where can I chip away at this? Not yeah. like, oh, I just need to push harder. He's like, no, if I do these few different things a little differently, I think I can crack that time. Yeah. yeah What's I awesome agree. is that it allows people to start developing strategies now that we're seeing more events here where people can participate in. You know, I think going into it, you know, as you explained, the doubles is a great entry idea or just going in as a single and not really setting expectations because it is so different. Um, but being exactly. able to then come back and improve upon it, I think, is is awesome. Yeah, we're pretty convinced that in the future we will, you know, again, we created this as a sport. So we that's why also why we said, you know, every big sport in the world uh, does does the same thing always. So mm -hmm. you wouldn't like, I don't know, triathlon, they wouldn't change swimming to rowing next year because <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It's the sport. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is right. a format where they do. You know what I mean? So. Uh, same American football, they play, they might change a, a rule from time to time, but it's the same sport for like forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what we wanted to create. So in the future, we will definitely see people um, training and work, uh, you know, just like going to their high rocks training to get better mm -hmm. at the sport they're doing. And that doesn't mean that they're not doing anything else. Of, of course not. Why shouldn't they? But right. um, if they want to be really, really good, if they want to break the world record, then they will have to, exactly what Ryan said, they will have to try to work on little things to get the last 1% to 2% to, you know, be the best. Yes. Well, that's the next question is, you know, we know that your format is your format with the eight events and the 8K that we've seen structured for this year. So based on what you just said, is, does that mean that this is what y'all are sticking with? Are you considering changes in coming years to the events uh we are pretty um we get the question all the time and the the answer is always like we, we wouldn't say never um I, that wouldn't make sense if i say if i say we right. will never change it and then sure. for some reason we have to i don't know sponsor we got a sponsor with concept two right now as you know for the rowing mm -hmm. the ski work if they for whatever reason decide that they don't want to work with us anymore then we would have to think about something else for example right um, sure but, uh, and also, maybe there might be a, a, a workout that would make the entire entire thing even more efficient because of a reason that I can't think of right now. So I wouldn't say never, but mm -hmm. it's not planned. And um, uh, if we would do it, we would definitely think about a lot of factors. So, for example, that the workout we would change would um, still be like an average, the same amount of time so that the comparability doesn't change too much. But that's something mm -hmm. I, w I really wouldn't think of right now because 
it's it's just a question that we always get. So that's I'm that's sure. Fair enough. So let's talk about these world record times currently. So yeah. for the women, we've got a time of one hour, five minutes, and 33 seconds um, by Sarah Colty. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. From Germany, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. And then for the men, we were all rooting for our, our OCR representatives. Um, but still yet, it's not been broken. Um, currently held by Lucas Storath of Germany at 5839. Um, yeah, with Ryan correct. Kent being the only American so far now on the leaderboard in third place with 5914. So he's, he's, he's aiming for it and we know he's hungry for it. What are your thoughts? Um, let me start with the women. Um, with the women, it's, uh, Sarah, uh, I, I saw all all her competitions right now. She, she did six or seven already. Mm-hmm. Um, she the fun thing is uh, the girl who had the world record before her. She won in Miami. Imke, is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a runner. She runs the kilometer in three thirty. Um, yeah. uh, wow. An average of three thirty, and uh, she has obviously she she's less than fifty kilos, so she has probably more troubles with the sleds and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, weights to. Yeah, weights exactly. So, so to to see her against Sarah is so interesting because it's basically like Imke would always just pass her on the running, and then Sarah comes back on the workouts, and then this goes for eight rounds, and then in the end, it's always like whoever is back in the wall balls. Um, <laughs> so what I think is there are still probably like a couple to three minutes. I, I think the world record will be broken with for the women's um, soon. Um, I think mm-hmm. there are two or three minutes left. I also think that the two top German athletes can beat it, but I mm-hmm. saw some really good American athletes. And once yep. they think about the product a little more, they think about the competition a little more, and they figure out where are the minutes that they lost on the track, then I'm pretty. I, I, to be honest, I, I think in in Chicago we will see a new world record for the women's. But um, this is just. <laughs> guessing <laughs> but Bob, I feel you know like that it. there's several several athletes are, are coming out and you know what's, yeah. you, what's, what's awesome is that it draws both from our sport as well as crossfit and you know who knows yeah. who else is going to show up but just in in our sport in our circle you know we know that there's definitely some some competitors out there that are, are hungry for it yeah i bet and and as i said i mean this is the fun thing imke and sarah so the two top athletes so far um, they are so different. One is like, you know, this really strong woman. She's a right. double, two times mom and she works out so much and she's just, she runs the kilometer in five minutes. So one and a half minutes slower. And right. so uh, these two athletes are so different. Um, but okay. But going to the, to the men, I, um, of, I mean, obviously Ryan can beat the world record. Um, right. he missed it by, I don't know, 23 seconds. Mm-hmm. 23 seconds is that's something you can he can he can beat although he told me when he finished when he crossed the finish line he told me that's all he had in him uh, <laughs> in, 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 that's what he said in new york i said oh bro 23 seconds you will find a way you can find um, it <laughs> yeah you will find them somewhere but to be honest i also think that hunter can beat it yeah. i mean he was I so think hunter strong possible yeah, Hunter was so strong in Miami. He finished in an hour 22. And to be honest, I didn't feel that he was taking it 100% seriously there. So mm-hmm. if he would really go for, you know, be on 100% and focus and try to really break it, I think he has a shot. 
one of the things I love about you guys' event is, and I've talked about this with CrossFit athletes before many times, the 8K run, and a lot of things in CrossFit, they might have a short run here or a short run there. There's no masking athletic performance when it comes to 8K. Like, that's a yeah. very, very, like, you have to be able to run. Yeah. And, you yeah, can't I, fake it. Yeah. No, you yeah. can't. No, 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 no chance. And uh, we had, it's funny, because we had a couple of years ago, we had the, uh, when we started, we had a university suddenly calling us and saying, yeah, we've tried to figure out who's the better athlete for your, for high rocks. Is it a mm. runner or is it someone who's just basically um, doing weights and stuff? Who's yeah. strong. And then they found out it's um, 47 to 53% um, in favor of the runner. Huh. Um, and we thought it, we, we were, we were pretty scared to be honest, because we thought, right. okay, what if the result will be like 80, 20? Oh, I don't know. Um, right. but, and I mean, obviously they, they measured and they, and then they gave us the results. It's just, what, I don't know, 25 pages of, of, uh, uh studies. But, uh, in the end, uh, the runner is 53% in favor, but that That's doesn't still mean very that close margins. Yeah. It is very close. And it also doesn't mean that a three minute runner on the kilometer, um, will win the competition because if he, and we had this, we had a marathon runner. She, she's a three time Olympian from Germany. Um, she is a marathon athlete and she ran the kilometer under three minutes all eight of them mm-hmm. and uh, she, she she got beaten by sarah last year um because she couldn't she couldn't she's move the strength she, she was yeah. 46 kilo, kilos and she couldn't move the sled she needed 13 minutes on the sled pole so there is somewhere in between is the top high rocks athlete and i think we already saw a few uh, we already talked about a few but um it's going to be interesting to see because obviously i mean um there will be a lot of very, very strong athletes in America out of the OCR game and also of uh, CrossFitters mm-hmm. and other Absolutely. areas. There will be so many strong athletes coming to the next events, and um, I'm very excited for them. One of the things I really liked about Spartan, there was a there was an athlete that came to the Spartan community a few years ago, and he, he comes in, he kind of goes, he's, he's back and forth. His name was John Yatsko. Yep. And John yeah. was a he was a very talented cross country. He was a good. He's a great cross country runner. But yep. he wasn't Olympic level, I don't believe. Um, I think he was like right on the cusp. He was on the cusp, but then he came <laughs> into the, the Spartan world and started tearing it up and yep. just nor- podiums left and right and great stuff. And he was kind of saying, well, you know, like, well, you know, just an okay cross country runner can come here and just win your sport. I can't take it very seriously. And it makes me wonder. Okay, so maybe maybe a very good cross country runner can do really well in Spartan. Or maybe you could say you have a Spartan race athlete that's doing really good that can be a pretty dang good cross-country runner. So just like what you're saying with your event, you've got somebody here who might be a really good high rocks athlete and still be able to go out and hold like maybe a marathon or hold their own in a CrossFit competition. Possible. Definitely. Very possible. Why not? It's, it's interesting because the, the, the athletes that we're seeing do well so far in high rocks, you know, we've only had two events so far in America, but, you know, mm-hmm. just looking at the ones that are doing well, you know, it's no surprise to me who we're seeing up there in, in relation to how they perform on the OCR, you know, in the OCR world, you know, because we, you know, that's our sport. We're constantly running and pausing to do something and running and pausing to do something. So it translates very well. Um, but, you know, the strength that you need, I think, definitely is going to be a differentiating factor because some of those weights are pretty heavy. Definitely. 
They are. I really believe we are in the day and age right now of the hybrid athlete, the athlete that understands running, rowing, and different disciplines like this. Like, we, we've made this new kind of decathlon and thrown it all together at the same time. Right. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, we we can't bring you on here and talk about High Rocks and talk about OCR without kind of talking about the next steps and, and talk about kind of what's been going on, you know, we were all, I'm, and I'm curious as to your reaction, you know, we were all pretty taken aback within the past week or so, um, with some new announcements coming out of, of a competitor now, of, of Spartan throwing their hat in the ring and challenging basically what you guys are bringing to the table. and even we've discussed some other stuff. You guys were working pretty closely with some of the team there at Spartan there for a, a period. And you may again. Um, who knows? It's it's a very vast and moving world these days. Um, lot, so many things going on right now. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, look, we are very... Um, we were very relaxed about it. We heard we heard it, and it was a surprise. I, I'm not going to lie about it. It was a surprise, but the surprise was rather that, that it happened so quickly. Um, mm-hmm. We knew it would happen at, uh, eventually, but that it happened so, so so fast that was a little bit surprising to us as well. Especially because, um, I mean, uh, Joe Joe Decina was in Hamburg at our High Rocks event. We invited him and showed him everything, and because uh, we were uh, thinking about working together closer than just. Um, uh, yeah, then just uh, doing some stuff together to, right. I don't want to say more, but mm-hmm. I mean, you can maybe imagine. I understand. Uh, so, that, <laughs> so that was a great time. We had, a, we had good talks and, uh, um, yeah, figured, showed him everything. And I, I think he, he was a big fan of, of the idea. And, uh, yeah, now, I mean, you said there is a new competitor. I really don't, wouldn't call it a competitor, but not because, uh, not because of, uh, of I don't know, um, uh, egoistic or selfish reasons, just because mm-hmm. I think there are no competitors in this game. It's rather um, teammates, so we're all trying to grow the uh, the hybrid functional fitness event competition field. Mm-hmm. And um, I really don't think that there is a should be a reason why uh, there shouldn't be like more than one one product existing in the market. When why should I mean the winner in the end is the participant, right? So you can now do a Hyrox event and then you can think about it. And if you like it, you, why shouldn't you do um, another event uh, out of, in the same field? Uh, we, it's Absolutely. not like we're having 15 events in, in, I don't know, Chicago or in New York next year. We're having one. So exactly. um, as, as long as they are not necessarily on the same weekend, which is probably something that the brands mm. should think about um, doing it. But in the end, I mean, uh, we also look at the New York Marathon and are trying to have our Hyrox event the same weekend of the New York Marathon. So, um, as I said, I, I'm, we're not worried at all. I think it's, it's very much about building your own brand, creating your brand. I think mm-hmm. that's all our focus needs to be on. And, um, in the end, it grows, it grows the, the entire fitness world. That's, that's how I see it. I think one of the things that I like that you just stated there was like kind of do an event. And do it right. You know, we're not going to be yep. in Chicago ever, like three times this year. Be have three different races in the Chicago area. You've got one event in Chicago. Come there, or you're going to miss it out because <laughs> right. it's good. Exactly, it's going to be one for the books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I think I think the way you guys have responded and your response just now is just so classy and so honorable with with the way you guys are clearly coming out and doing business. I think that you know. 
the accolades that we are hearing for Hyrox and the event that you've created, you know, speaks volumes. I think that one of the things that we encounter time and time again, not just with Spartan, but with many of the other brands, is is the official, is is marshalling it, is yes. making sure that it's done right. You know, it's I personally have been on the I guess losing end of an argument where I've lost podiums because of improper official, you know, and it's, it's frustrating for the athlete. It's discouraging, you know, to, to give your all and look over and see, you know, cheating and no reps and stuff like that. So to hear that you guys are coming out into the sport on the right foot is awesome. It's great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so what does the future look like? I know we've got the world championships for you guys coming in Berlin in April. Yeah. And then what's, yeah. what's 2020 looking like? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got the world championships in April. We will announce very soon. Um, but I it's kind of, kind of official. So I don't mind saying it. Um, we're going to announce about 15 events in the United States. Next oh, year. wow. Um, so All we're right. going pretty quickly and we're trying to you know go to the biggest markets we will be in start the whole season in LA just six months after the LA event we will I think it's it will be second week of September it's not 100% confirmed the date but pretty sure that's when it's going to be and then we will basically have a have a round trip around the USA so so it's fair to say there'll be events for everyone somewhere across the country (laughs) I can, well, it's 15 cities, and as you can imagine, we're not necessarily going to the smallest cities, so uh, I think, I I think you will, you will, you, everyone will find a way to, I don't know, maybe at least in, in between, I don't know, a one hour flight or something. Mm -hmm. Um, America is big, obviously, Mm -hmm. but, uh, there will be opportunities for that. That's for sure. That's awesome. That's so exciting. I know. That's that's really exciting and refreshing to hear. I'm so looking forward to the Chicago event. I will be there, um, and and I can't wait. I think it's going to be just a, a fun and just different challenge. Yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, I will also be at all events now because I will still at least this season host the events uh, on the as an MC um, on the mic. But uh, then starting with next year, that might change because 14 events or 15 events. A lot. It's a, it's a lot. lot. It is a full thing. And then I would be divorced after that, so I'd rather <laughs> choose a couple. Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we appreciate you you talking with us. Is is there anything that you would recommend to our listeners if they are considering high rocks? You know, what's the one thing they should be working on the most? Um. Well, it's obviously the answer is not that or that one thing <laughs> the answers and i think but i think that counts um for more things than just sports i think it's very important to know your strengths and your weaknesses Absolutely. and uh sometimes it's not necessarily uh you know you don't have to always just work on your weaknesses because then in the end you might end up being okay in everything but not really good at some something so mm-hmm. um i would really also figure out strengths and weaknesses and then um, find the right mixture between being like the best in something without, um, you know, losing track of, of uh, your weaknesses and still trying to improve there. But sometimes it's even better to, you know, 
be the fastest runner in the game, and then yeah. and then you will find out uh, a way to to work with the weights in the end to to do your personal best because that's obviously the goal the goal for everyone out there, right? Wonderful, yeah. And it's you know good job on on what you've created. You know, in such a short period of time, the growth that you've seen from from starting off in Germany to now just two years later expanding to to the most you know major markets in in America yeah. it's definitely commendable you guys are definitely doing something right thank you so much appreciate it yeah no problem thanks for being on the show Mo you're welcome talk soon 15 events Leah Jacob 15 do, events do, do you have it do, 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 do you have it <laughs> Oh my so, gosh, what a great interview and what a good time with Mo. Uh that was awesome. I loved him. Um and if I was not already fangirling about Hyrox, I totally am now. Like okay. Well it sounds First like you've got a great start to your season. <laughs> yeah, that that is how my twenty twenty season starting in Chicago. Um super, super pumped. I hope I see a lot of friends there. I think you're going to see a lot of cool stuff because I think I, we're going to see I some new so. world record times there. Um, I, I think so. Mo thinks so. Do you think do you think Hunter's going to give, like, Kent a booty pat when they're passing each other? <laughs> you know, the two of them love to play together. They do. Um, they're, they're, you know, it's it's going to be fun. I know that Hunter... It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I know Hunter has um, been dealing with some, I think, ankle thing um, coming back from that. So I'm hoping he'll be 100%. You know, he's already qualified for Berlin. So does he really need to push himself? I don't know, but if he wants the world record, he does. So we'll see how he plays it. Um, oh, women, excited. women, we've got so many, so many good women that are just pumped for having I'm so many weepers. I want to go to Berlin. <laughs> I would love to be in Berlin. That would be amazing. Oh my God. It just sounds fun. It just yeah. sounds like something wild and fun. It would be awesome to be part of it. I I think that would be so cool. And we've talked about this before. There are moments. There are moments in this sport that just resonate with me. Like when Spartan mm-hmm. went out to Tahoe and started owning that, like, mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when OCRWC really, like, brought everything out to Yeah, Blue, Blue Mountain, Mountain. First year Blue Mountain was insane, incredible. Insane. Insane stuff. Yep. Um, yep. You know. Berlin, I think, is going to be just incredible. First of all, it is totally on my bucket list to do an international event. I, yep. you know, in uh, Americans to Europeans, like Europeans, like it's they travel all the time, and us selfish Americans expect them to come here all the time. But Americans don't travel as much, and not we as don't, much for this stuff. We don't go, you know, abroad as much. I would love to participate in a foreign event just to be there, and you know. Witness it, I think it would be awesome. Well, one of my big things is the past two years, I've just, I wanted to go to OCRWC over there, and we'll yep. be having some fun announcements with OCRWC here in coming yep. 2020. Yeah. But, yep. um, it, my, my calendar just really didn't agree with it for the past two years. Yeah. But yep. luckily, same. I wanted to go there. to, yeah, no, same. I, I intended on going to England and just couldn't make it happen, but, you know, I'm excited to hear the announcements from, from Mo and the team and, and, find out, you know, 15 events. I mean, there's likely going to be something somewhere for everybody. I mean, what a, what a, a great, you know, what a great way to come out with a full year um, for them. So That's wild. That's just absolutely wild from three events one year to 15 events the next year. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say this much, though. 
the benefit of their model and what they're doing is so much easier than getting everything set up on a mountain. Oh, 100%. You know, you've got a finite amount of equipment. You need to bring X amount of, you know, things. You don't have to worry about the weather when you show up, like, oh, I was going to mark the course, but now it's a thunderstorm or, you know, whatever. It's practical to set up. It's consistent. It's just such a good model. It is a great model. I like it. It's the consistency. That is the bottom line here is the consistency. And um, and I expect nothing, you know, and, and the standards that, that he spoke of, I'm sure, are going to continually be raised. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it, it's it's not, rules. you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for the sport. And like he said, you know, let's play nice. And I'm hoping that everyone can play nice. We already know that Spartan didn't play so nice with their April 4th date, um, putting two championship races on the same day as that world championship in Berlin. That's um, hard. That's, but hopefully really with hard. 2020, they can each play nice because as he said, there's room for both. And, you know, the athlete there wins is. in the end. The, you are, he was so right there. At the end of the day, the athlete is the winner. That is who we are looking at here. Yep. And that's, that, that just was cool. That's a good yep. thing. A good way to end it. Um, so yeah, I guess that really wraps up this year. year. Yeah. The year, the yeah, end the decade. Of season one of uh, the Supercast is now coming to a close. We will join you guys next week with season two, episode one. Um, and until Wowzers. next time, I hope you guys have an awesome New Year's Eve. Have some fun. And What do you got planned? <laughs> Honestly, what are your resolutions? I don't do resolutions. I think they're crap. I think that, Uh you know, I think that to live a fulfilled life is setting goals for yourself every day. And so every day, whether they be big or small, work towards something. It doesn't have to be just on January 1. So, you know, for me, from an athletic standpoint, I am looking forward to just improving on, you know, my performances. I want to get a, I want to PR my 5K time this year. I want to do well in high rocks. That's one of my main focuses for, for, you know, for next mm-hmm. year. Um, and then outside of athletics, I just, I don't know. I just want to chill more and then be more present. I think. Yeah. I want to let do... you, you got some changes coming in 2020. I got a lot of changes. So I, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to the high rocks event. I'd love to make it there. Well, but, understandably um, so. Because we've got a young you're lady. Be a daddy. We've got a young lady coming into my world and she's going to, she's going to rock the Casbah. Um, um, Miss Alex May. She's, uh, she's coming. She's yeah, coming. Yeah. So anyway, that, that's coming. I want to have more fun. Yep. I for feel, sure. I feel that that's really my goal. And then, when I make content, I want – I thought about a lot about what we've all done and what we've created with CR and, and mm-hmm. the podcast and things in the past, realistically, five years now. Yeah. And I've been making content now regularly for OCR now for six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot – I found a lot of my identity in that. And for sure. I want the projects to be more – I don't know different i think it's going to look really different this next year for me Um, i think so too i think we've got some 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 new direction 
um, for the coming year. Um, new visions, changing things up a little bit. New goals, like, new dreams, yep. new, and, and that's cool. And yep. that's allowing it to take these different forms and shapes, just like, you know, maybe now Spartan owns freaking Iron Man. Who knows? <laughs> right. Who knows? Like, they're not going to do that. <laughs> right, right, right. But no. it's, it's, like I said there, it's appreciating the season that we're in and appreciating where we're going and what we're doing with it and making the best out of it. Because right now, if there's one thing that 2019 did teach me, is right now is all we have. Yep, and sure. the people that are around you and show up, you know, that's important. And yep. that's that's all we have. Um, yep. Because, God damn it, life's short. Yep, no, um, for so sure. anyway... Until then, it's getting ready to snow around my car, by the way, right now. we've I've recorded this whole thing in my car. <laughs> well, it sounded good. So. It sounded good. But anyway, um, what a good way to cap out the year, everyone. Yeah. Thank you again so much. Um, without – I can't – we've we got to do a sponsor pitch here. Once again, yep. Vanga CBD. Vanga. Thank you. Yep. They Made gave me by athletes. Yeah, by <laughs> athletes, for athletes. We got shirts. Um, they're awesome. We love them. Um, we love them even without the shirts, but the shirts are cool. We love the bucket team over there. Once again, they're they're real people, guys. They are real people that will talk to you about questions about CBD. I was in Kroger just before this, even, and mm-hmm. I saw something that we had talked about, Leah. What's that? Charlotte's Web CBD. Oh yeah, that's that's another product. That and I saw I saw my about. local Kroger was now selling CBD, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna look at the potency. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Not as good. Pretty rough. They had um, you could buy a thirty-five dollars CBD bomb there. Mm-hmm. Um, it had it was one point seven ounces, Leah, okay. with a hundred milligrams of CBD in it. One hundred. A hundred milligrams of CBD, Leah. Oh my goodness! Meanwhile, here I am. Let's see. Looking at my Vanga bottle, which is two ounces and mm-hmm. one thousand milligrams. Yep. So near double the amount there, but also. Because of the water solubility content, (laughs) you get five times that. So you're, the thing is, you're not comparing apples to apples now. You really need to understand the potency. Get yourself a little bit educated. If you're buying CBD oil, do some research. Mm -hmm. It's not making you weird. It's making you an educated consumer. And education (laughs) is the number one thing we need with products like this. For sure. And then check them out at vangacbd.com slash brocr and saving 15% with code brocr. We like it. It's a good company. Um, until next week, Merry, uh, Happy New Year's, guys. I'm Jacob yep. Postecker. I'm Leah Huntsley. Yes, take care. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs, too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.